A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040, WHO. Good morning. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League's Animal Connection. That is so odd for me. Mick McAuliffe is usually here with me, and he actually usually starts that. So I'm starting since he's gone, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But my name is Carol, and uh, I work on cat behavior and all sorts of other things at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa as a volunteer. So, And I have been getting asked all week long who my co-host was going to be this week, given that Mick is gone. And and I've not told anybody because I was just said I was going to keep it a surprise, but he is here and one of my favorite people, Dan Sterrett. Good morning. Good morning, Dan. Thank you for coming in and co-hosting with me. For those of you who have listened before and... Um, Dan has been here before and called in and been here in person. Uh, we call him lovingly. Brought a chicken. He brought a chicken. <laughs> uh, and we call you lovingly Dan Dan the Chicken Man. That's I right. don't know how much you love that. Oh, but, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, we're very excited to have you here this morning. So thanks Glad for to be coming here. in. Thank you for asking. And um, I actually got a text from Mick. I was driving in this morning and I thought, I cannot believe he's been gone a week and he is not even like texted or anything (laughs) and i'd been here about five minutes and i got a text from him this morning which says so here we go Uh, i just wanted to say hi i'm unable to call everything's going well the dogs are learning a lot and they love positive reinforcement great um the supervisor and the handlers are extremely receptive to positive techniques it's a great benefit some challenges but we're all working through it great people and then he tells me not to text back because (laughs) it will cost me fortune on the wi-fi or something so i and i'm not texting savvy to know what that means but i didn't text back well that's good it sounds like he's doing what he went there to do yeah and for those of you that haven't listened the last few weeks and i hope that's very few people because of course you want everyone to listen every week uh mick is in beirut actually the united nations asked him to come to beirut and work with their explosive detection dogs and mick has quite the background with dog behavior and working with dogs like that so yeah i've learned a lot from him yeah he's amazing Mm -hmm. so so he left last saturday and has been there and he's back next saturday but we'll have another surprise guest host <laughs> next saturday too so i i did find out that i'm gonna have to i don't, I don't know if we're gonna tell him this or not when he gets back Uh-oh. but i did figure out i appreciated him more on saturday mornings than i probably ever told him because he texts texts me every saturday morning at four o'clock a.m to make sure i'm awake <laughs> Um, even though I set two alarms, he texts me every Saturday morning at four o'clock, good morning or whatever. And so last night I'm going, oh my gosh, I didn't ask Dan to do oh, that for I me. I could have stepped in. I, I could have been useful. Totally had you do that for me. So all night long I'm waking up, like looking at the clock and I was thinking, I should have asked Dan to do that for me. So anyway. so We made it. Yes, we made it. We're here. So for the next hour, we're going to, Dan and I are going to be talking just like me and Mick and only we're going to be talking cats and chickens instead of cats and dogs mainly two of my favorite things yes exactly (laughs) so and you've got something big going on today uh i do i'm actually going to speak at the conference at the arl the federation of humane society is putting on um a conference and i'm gonna talk about chickens at one o'clock yes that's very exciting yeah 
Thank you for doing that. Of course. Yes, the Animal Rescue League is hosting the Iowa Federation of Humane Societies and Iowans for Animals Welfare Conference. It's the eighth year we've done that. And um, and so it started yesterday, and all day yesterday it was on trap, neuter, return for cats. And we had Alice Burton here from Alley Cat Alleys, which was huge. And She's uh, all over the place. She speaking. is. She knows a lot. Boy, she is, she's amazing. And it was a great day with her and her workshop. And then last night she spoke again. Um, and then today we have two tracks going on so and you're you're on that track yeah track one track one (laughs) so if you have not signed up for that you can walk in to hear dan at one o'clock today at the animal rescue league talk about backyard chickens and i was looking through your powerpoint this morning which is amazing all the stuff you're going to cover i know it's a lot of stuff yeah it's a lot of stuff do you think like if what do you think the most common question is you get that people are you know misunderstand about chickens um it it probably do you have to have a rooster in order for the the chickens the hens to to lay eggs yeah the answer is no yeah it's it's kind of a hard concept it is yeah and and people are you know i mean it's 2017 it's not 1900 anymore right people are removed from their food i mean it's just it happens but there are some people that have never even been around a chicken Mm -hmm. so they're not expected to know that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's why we're here. Right. <laughs> and chickens are getting so popular. They are. Yeah. They're very popular. And, and I, it's interesting because people find out I have pet chickens and they'll be like, you know, I love animals. I love all animals. I mm-hmm. assume I have them because of that, which, you know, I do. And they're my pets and they all have names. Right. Other people have them for fresh eggs. Right. And, you know. Right. So different motivations, for, yep. I guess. Have yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, which I don't, you know, mine right now are molting and not laying that many oh, eggs I know. for me. But I know. got four eggs yesterday from 20 <laughs> some chickens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is fine. They can be freeloaders. <laughs> I was uh, telling my story last Saturday when before, you know, I knew you were going to come, but I didn't uh, announce that. But yeah. I was telling them my story of my well, what I thought was a hen oh, named Wy- yes. Wyona, Wynona, uh-huh. uh, who is now named Wyatt, um, <laughs> and how I, you know, had gone out to the car and I hear this crowing and I'm turning around and thinking my neighbor's rooster had wandered over and which would have been fine, but you know, and right. I look over and I'm like, nope, that's one of mine, and how I immediately texted you with you a, what is going on? Um, it made me laugh. Yeah. Now, so now I'm gonna you know put you on the spot with even more questions, but okay. so like she, he now um, eight months old. So is yeah. that usual that they don't start crowing? I mean, it, it's. It's common, yeah. Um, especially if they're the only one. Okay. So there's no one there to teach them, or someone there for them to mimic. Really. Yeah. So they'll they'll hang out. I mean, if there's not a reason for them to to act like a, a cockerel, then they won't. Okay. But then at some point they're like, oh wait. I'm I'm a boy chicken. I can do all these things. <laughs> I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm different than all these others around here. Yeah, and then they figure it out and then they never stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I'm probably one of the weird people. I mean, I really like the sound of the cockerel. I do too. I love it. So, yeah. I am I'm, I'm fine with it from that standpoint. Yeah. It's just I've had two other roosters that have passed away from natural causes over yeah. the years. I've had chickens and um 
but they're just you know their their uh, habits around the hens are just a little aggressive at times. <laughs> they can be. Yes, you they can. You have to find the right one. <laughs> so I'm hoping she now he is going to be. But so far the hens are totally telling Wyatt what he's going yes. to do. And yes, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> you're so funny though. I had texted you and you're like, well, and. That's was fascinating to me too. Is that sometimes a hen mm-hmm. will crow? Mm-hmm. So I was all day long before I got home because you were like send me pictures all day long. I'm like, okay, maybe it'll be a hen. Maybe it'll be a hen. So I text you a photo. Uh, uh, looks like a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> and the it was feathers, the feathers don't lie. Okay. Yep. yep. Because I mean, we all know roosters look different than um, a hen does. Yeah. But when when they're growing, it's it's hard to tell. But when they start growing those saddle feathers that they're, I call them, it's like a comb over right by their tail. Yeah. And they get really long and they're generally a different color. Um, and they're just long and pointy. Yeah. And you can, I mean, if you see those, you got a male on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, he's beautiful, as you probably yeah, could see yeah. in the pictures. But I must have been in denial because when you pointed that feather thing out to me i went gosh he is so right and it's a rooster yeah. <laughs> it's just so, um but yeah he's he's gorgeous and he, and at least i didn't have any other so it's, he's easy to keep yeah and yeah no problem yeah the one and only yeah makes for a happy happy little flock right <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> So what, you know, the other question I get asked a lot, and we, you know, interestingly enough, and if you have questions, you can call in at 284-1040 this morning, 515-284-1040, and Dan is happy to answer any questions you might have about chickens, and we're happy to answer questions about cats or or hear any stories you might have about animals, but... um, People do submit questions to us online also. They didn't okay. even know you were going to be here, and we'd had some chicken questions nice. submitted. So um, we have a minute, uh, two minutes for our first break, and we'll okay. continue after break, too. But, Sounds good. Um, you know, I heard you talk about, um, you know, we're going to come back to that one. How much space do I need per chicken? I don't want to get too many, but I want to get a flock started. Good question. Um, this is actually in one of the slides that I'm oh, going to present today. Um, this, the standard um, is four square foot per chicken of coop space. So that's where they sleep at night, where they lay their eggs, etc. And then for a fenced-in protected area, which is super important um, to have for them, is 10 square foot per chicken. Okay. Um, and that's important because if you cram a bunch of chickens in a small confined space, they're going to get bored. They're going to get irritated with each other. And they're going to start pecking at each other. And then mm-hmm. you're going to have a problem on your hands. So the more space, the better, essentially. But the the minimum is four square foot coop, 10 square foot of pin or fenced in area. That is a good, that's a great question. Because yeah, it's easy it's absolutely to get a, a lot of chickens. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so we know. Yeah, we do know. <laughs> we do know. I keep in mind, like, it's like putting me in a small bedroom with both my sisters. That is right. not going to be pretty. Right. So, right. Exactly. Imagine being confined with your siblings. <laughs> Move away from that. Yes. Well, we have to take our first break, but Dan and I will be back in just a few minutes and talk some more. All states. It will be a stormy Saturday in central Iowa. Skies will be partly cloudy to mostly cloudy through the day, with more storms developing later this afternoon out to the west. We will have windy conditions, a high of 73. Storms become likely late afternoon into the evening through central Iowa, and a few storms may be strong to severe with some hail, damaging winds, or even an isolated tornado threat. Lows overnight will drop to 48 degrees. It will be dry by morning. Sunday, mostly sunny and 65 degrees. Monday, 
today, sunny skies and 66. That's the latest news radio 1040 WHO three-day weather forecast. I'm Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection. More live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. We are back. Carol and Dan Starrett. Yeah, there you go. We don't have a chicken in the studio. We have Dan. So Dan, Dan the Chicken Man. He's co-hosting this morning while Mick is in Beirut. And um, thank you for coming in this morning, Dan. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Glad Um, to be here. We're here from the Animal Rescue League, and we have our wonderful cat, Meet Your Match, foster cat extraordinaire volunteer from the Animal Rescue League on hold. Mary, are you there? Hey, Mary. Hello. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. And Dan's here with hi, me Mary. this morning. Hi, hi, Dan. How are you? Good. <laughs> so Good. thanks for getting up with us this morning. You bet. It's, it's very dark this time of the day, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it, though? <laughs> yes, it is. I have, I have to admit, I get up when I can to listen to the show, but since, the, you know, it's, it's this time of the year, it, it's tough. It's it, horrible. It is, but, yeah. But, oh, I know. I know that we, we, we love your show. So thank you so much for volunteering your time. Oh, thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, I woke up this morning and um, five, five of my six cats were all sleeping there on top of me. And of course, I get up, <laughs> disturb them, unfortunately, because, you know, why yeah. would I be disturbing the divas as they yeah. lay there with me? And they're all looking at me like, what? It's pitch dark out. So, but. It's hard getting it's Saturday, but you should be used to that since your show. No. It's like, oh, cats, you know, yeah. come on. Yeah. You're just going to sleep all day anyway. It's not like you have to get up yeah, and exactly. do something. You got 20 other hours <laughs> to do right. this. right. <laughs> yeah. So, Mary, you are so generous with your time as a volunteer for the cats at the Animal Rescue League and work on the Meet Your Match program. And we've talked about that before here, but it's such an important program and, and working amazingly and finding matches. Can you talk a little bit about what you do with that yes and i just realized that it's been exactly two years oh man we started this program i can't believe it that it's been it's been that long yeah and it's been so much fun to help people find just the right cat and for those of you listening that, that don't know what this is it's a program um where you can go to well you go to the animal rescue league website and there's a link and you can, or an icon, you can click it on and take a survey, and it's called Meet Your Cat Match. And you fill out a survey of about, oh, five or six, seven questions. And uh, it asks, what kind of cat are you looking for? Are you looking for a lovey cat, an aloof cat, um, the age of the cat? Uh, do you need the cat to do well with cats or dogs or kids? And then that survey, you submit the survey, and it comes to me, and I review the survey, and I will respond back to you directly uh, with uh, a cat match. And sometimes I can only find two or three matches, and sometimes I can find a dozen. <laughs> it really depends on on what you're looking for, and it's it's so much fun. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. That's awesome. I actually have the survey pulled up right now. And so it asks, I would consider my household to be like, and then it says a library, middle of the road or a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the questions that it asks are, are perfect. Yeah. And they, they really, they really do reflect um, the kind of home that the, the new cat will come into. Um, if you've got, you know, young children, you've got a dog, you've got another cat. Um, if it's a carnival, is that what you're saying? 
Yes, exactly. That would, be, that would be a carnival. Your home would be a carnival because it's active. There's a lot going on. You need a cat that's going to just go with the flow. You, you would not do well with a cat that's timid or shy. And I can find that cat for you. I, I can uh, find a match, that uh, cat that would do well in that home. I, I feel like, Mary, with you, um, you do what, about 150 of these average a month? Yes. Um, wow, that's sometimes great. it's 100, sometimes it's closer to 200. Um, and I can't quite figure out why that is um, because it, it shouldn't matter, you know, what time of the year it is for cat adoptions, but it does. It does. And uh, yeah, I would say an average of 150 a month. Um, I, I keep track of all that. And my goal is uh, by the end of this year, I would love to have responded to 3,000 people. Wow. If you think about that, 3,000 cats that could have been matched with a home. Wonderful. I know we hear from a lot of people that you've done successful matches with, and they'll send you pictures and email back and say, hey, thanks, this is, you know, I did match this one. I know you've also told me you've had instances where you've suggested a few cats, and they go out there and they totally fall in love with another one. (laughs) And I know you like that just as much. Right, because a lot of times... um, People will, you know, get back to me and say, oh, thank you. Um, I went out to meet Fluffy, but this wasn't quite the right match, but I fell in love with um, Duke. Yep. <laughs> and they took Duke home. Or they went out looking for a single cat for their home, and they came home with bonded buddies, which is even better. Yeah, that's really great. Oh, One cat's fun, two cats is even better, that's right? right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Or right. six or eight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> and, and, and another thing I was going to mention is, um, I was thinking about the, this while I was waiting on, on the other line, that um, sometimes I will get uh, repeat matches, which is even better. I will, because I'll recognize the name. I'm wow, you know, um, Carol Grillion, I recognize that. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, she's oh, back. I came up with, with Fluffy. And um, now whether that they're coming back for another cat or it's been six months and something in their life changed and they weren't able to adopt a cat, but they're coming back now. Say, okay, we're ready. We're, we've, uh, we're ready to find a new cat. And, of course, by then, many of the options have changed, uh, you know. Yeah. Or who's available. That's just great, Mary. Well, we so appreciate you calling in this morning and talking about that program. And happy two-year anniversary. And. <laughs> I have no doubt you're going to meet that 3,000 goal by year end. I so too. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for everything you do to volunteer for the cats. You foster and work on the Shelter Cat Getaway program as well. And um, the cats Mm -hmm. at the ARL are certainly lucky to have you. So, Mary, are you going to be at the ARL today? I am not. Okay. I have another commitment today, so I okay. won't see you, Dan. All right. Well, I, I'll see we'll you have soon. To together and talk about chickens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mary. Have Thank a great you guys. day. Have a great day. Bye now. Bye. I wonder if we could bond uh, a chicken and a cat together. I, look, I've seen lots of pictures online where um, people on a farm, their uh, barn cat or whatever, will have kittens, and the hen is sitting on them to keep them warm. Oh my gosh! So that it could happen. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. <laughs> Definitely. Well, we are going to take a break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. WHO. 
Fox News Radio, I'm Karen McHugh. With seasoned pilots in short supply, the president gives the Air Force the green light to bring hundreds of retirees back into the fold. The Department of Defense announced it could recall up to a 1,000 retired Air Force pilots. Previously, the Pentagon could only bring back 25 retired pilots at a time. Republican Senator John McCain called the pilot shortage a full-blown crisis. In a statement, a Pentagon spokesman said the pilots could be brought back for three years. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. With the American League pennant on the line, it's do or die for the Yankees. Yankees and Astros tonight. The Astros forcing Game 7 with a 7-1 win over the Yankees in Game 6 to even the ALCS at three games apiece. Two big innings at the plate for Houston with a three-run fifth and a four-run eighth. Jose Altuve dominating with a three-RBI night that included the eventual game-deciding two-RBI single in the fifth inning. Game 7 Saturday and the winner advances to the World Series to face the Dodgers. Fox's Matt Napolitano. Fox News, we report, you decide. Um. It will be a stormy Saturday in central Iowa. Skies will be partly cloudy to mostly cloudy through the day, with more storms developing later this afternoon out to the west. We will have windy conditions, a high of 73. Storms become likely late afternoon into the evening through central Iowa, and a few storms may be strong to severe with some hail, damaging winds, or even an isolated tornado threat. Lows overnight will drop to 48 degrees. It will be dry by morning. Sunday, mostly sunny and 65 degrees. Monday, sunny skies in 66. That's the latest news radio 1040 WHO three-day weather forecast. I'm Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. 636 in Des Moines, cloudy skies and 64 degrees. Wind's still moving on in south-southeast from 17 miles an hour now. Humidity also at 78%. Again, a cloudy 64 degrees in Des Moines. News, photos, and videos at whoradio.com and breaking news right here on News Radio 1040 WHO. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. We are back. Dan Starrett and I are here from the Animal Rescue League and ARL Animal Connection, and we're live and we're local and we're just we're just living it up this morning. Yeah. Yes, good we morning. Are. Mary Eggers McCarroll just called in, a great cat volunteer, and talked about our Meet Your Match program. And we have got a lot to do in this next half hour, too. So um, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get going. <laughs> okay, so let's do our trivia question. So, okay. as you know, Dan, every week we uh, do a trivia question, and the first caller who calls in and has the correct answer, we send them out an ARL Animal Connections mug. Yes, those were super popular at the fair, by That's the way. That's great. That's great to hear. We love that. And I was just talking to our amazing, amazing, amazing graphics person, Ashley, uh, yesterday, and t- said, hey, we're just seriously want to do t-shirts so hopefully we'll be Uh, doing some cool stuff with shirts here too so yeah so um so the trivia questions all month long um have been kind of about you know rats bats spiders snakes the creepy crawlies the creepy crawlies that we (laughs) we all love at the animal league (laughs) i remember moving uh madagascar hissing cockroaches from one (laughs) carrier to another and people thought i was insane (laughs) And I was like, oh, just another day. Yeah, just another day at the Animal Rescue League. So, yes, we, um, I remember that. That was a couple of years ago uh-huh. from a big animal hoarding yep. case. And we had these Madagascar cockroaches. And I remember walking in and somebody saying there were like 12 or something. But there were tons. Oh, oh yeah, moved. there were like 30 some. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there ain't 12 people. Yeah. <laughs> That's just hilarious. And of course, at the Animal Rescue League, anything. Uh, we're compassionate towards all yep. creatures, so we did find placement for them um, actually at Iowa State University. Yeah. So they uh, are living up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. 
So, research bugs. That's I right. I like it. But no testing on them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just observe behavior. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So in 1997, the movie Anaconda came out. Do you remember that movie? Uh, I remember yeah, that movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. And I'm petrified of snakes myself. <laughs> I don't want anyone to hurt them, but they kind of scare me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They're creepy. Yes, they are. So in 1997, the movie Anaconda came out. And when that movie came out, um, and that's been 20 years ago now. There's a now a famous female singer that starred in that movie. So we're looking for who that was. Yes. Yes. So the first caller to call in at 284-1040, 284-1040, and get a correct answer. We'll mail out an ARL Animal Connections mug. And again, we're looking for the famous female singer that was in that movie, starred in that movie back in 1997. Yeah, 20 years ago. That was a long time years, ago. Wasn't it though? I was young then. Yeah. <laughs> we all were. Yes. Do you like Halloween? I love it. Yeah, me too. I, I love... Um, haunted houses but i hate haunted houses <laughs> but but i love going to them yeah but they scare you oh yeah yeah but i love it <laughs> okay <laughs> look wait, at all the f- people calling exactly that's very exciting well it looks like charlotte's first so let's start with charlotte hey charlotte it's shelly oh shelly okay oh, they sorry put charlotte <laughs> on the call screener i have a different name but hi shelly how you doing good how are you uh, we're great what do you think Nikki minaj Nope, that's not right, but thank you so much for calling. All right, and we'll get to the next person here in just a minute. Duncan is furiously answering all these phones and getting them up on this call call screener. So it looks like Katrina is next. And Katrina, are you there, Katrina? Hi, Katrina. We're still, uh, there we are, oh, there Katrina. We are. Oh, there you are. Hey, how you doing? Hi, good, how are you? We're doing great. So what do you think? Jennifer Lopez. That's exactly yes, right. Good job. That was an awesome movie. Wasn't it though? Oh my gosh. It's so funny you say that. I think so too. So that is great. Yeah. So yes, the famous female singer that starred in that movie back in 1997 was Jennifer Lopez and Katrina. You got that correct. If you want to stay on the line, Duncan, we'll get your mailing information and we'll mail you out a mug. Perfect. Thank you. Good great. job. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, Halloween is just so fun. I mean, it's... It's a perfect time of the year, too. Yeah. The weather. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. I like it. Are you dressing up or... Do no. You, you draw I the line that. at that. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I even dress up. That's how weird I am about Halloween. I just love it. And um, But Mick isn't really a Halloween fan, so I, Interesting. I, I'm glad you like I, Halloween. I'll have to see if I can scare him somehow. Yeah, oh, my. Yes. We won't tell him we we're going to do that. No. <laughs> I don't think they had Halloween in Australia when he was a kid. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. a States thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think he... You know, just he just doesn't get it. it. Right. Yeah. Right. I invite him over because, you know, let's watch scary movies. And I'm not sure he loves scary movies either. So, you know. Oh, maybe he's scared. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he's like sitting there going, I'm really petrified. Hold me or something. Yeah. I don't know. He would rather work with bomb detection dogs <laughs> right. than watch a scary movie. Exactly. Because that's not scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, okay. I don't even know how to where to go with that. So, um. I, you know, I remember you. I've been around the Animal Rescue League for 25 years as yep. a volunteer. I remember you from years, but mm-hmm. honestly, like, when did you start volunteering and how? what got you volunteering at the Animal Rescue League? So I um, got a puppy uh, eight, nine years ago, eight years ago, um, and she was out of control and she needed some training. So I looked up. 
um, puppy classes or adolescent puppy classes and went to the ARL and went through the puppy class and I was amazed that how well the positive reinforcement clicker training method worked. And so I told the two instructors that I would love to help them if they needed help just so I could learn more. And they were like, of course, come back next session and you can, I was like, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. And that's how it started. So I started helping with the puppy classes and then I started helping with events. Um, and then I um, started shadowing Mick a lot. We yeah. would go to the zoo and do clicker demonstrations. Um, and I learned tons from him too. And then I started helping with the volunteer um, dog training classes to get those up and going. Um, then I started helping with Pets for Life program, which is amazing. And you want to talk a little bit about that too? Um, yeah. So the Pets for Life program, um, it's in, I, and I might get this wrong, but it's in like 30 some communities mm-hmm. around the United States now. And it's sponsored by the Humane Society and Pet Smart Charities. And they, we literally go door to door to um, what they call resource deserts in communities who uh, don't have the proper resources, whether it's um, of, of low-cost vet clinic, transportation, um, money, whatever it is, and we knock on their door and ask them if they need help with their pet. And if they say yes, then we're there to help them. Um, we offer free spay-neuter services, vaccinations, um, the whole nine, nail trims. If they need flea meds, we can do that too. So it that was a great program. And I, I spent a lot of my volunteer life at the ARL um, with that program. Um, and I, I'm so thankful that it's around. It's, mm-hmm. it's kept a lot of animals in their home where, where they belong versus the yep. shelter. Yep. Yep. And I think I first, that's where I think I first met you is mm-hmm. you were doing that. We were out at cl- a clinic together. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That probably was it. Yeah. <laughs> I see people all over town. They're like, do you volunteer for the ARL? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. You know, it's, um, it's such a, it's a, uh, you know, the rescue league to me, you know, from starting 25 years ago and you've been around, you know, nine, 10 years yeah, now. It's a 180, isn't it? It is a 180. It's amazing to see the progress. It, it is. And we have a, a such a fabulous director who mm-hmm. pretty much you can walk up to and say, I have this brainchild idea <laughs> of like starting a shelter cat getaway program. Right. And, you know, this is what the theory is. And he's like, hey, it's good for animals. We're going to do it. You know, right. and, uh, and we're lucky. We're lucky at our shelter mm-hmm. to have that. Um, but it's it's also gotten to be just so I, I don't want to say big because I don't want people to be deterred from coming out to volunteer. But you know, like you volunteered at starting mm-hmm. out with the dogs and the dog behavior. So yep. like our paths didn't cross till we hit community outreach. Right. Whereas at all that time, I was still I was volunteering at events. Yeah. And with cats. Yeah. Yeah. And you there's so much to help with at at the ARL and. Even if you can only do two hours a month, like somebody will have something that you can do that will make a difference. Yep. yep. And whether or not that's directly impacting a, a, a pet or you're helping raise money that will go back to the pet, like there's always something to do. Yeah. And you do really form really great friendships, you know. Oh, like, yeah. I've uh, met so many amazing it, people. Yeah. Who all, I mean, 
I just want to do something good and help animals. Yeah. And Des Moines is such an amazing community for that also. But, yeah, I agree. Um, Mary and I have been friends for 20 some years mm-hmm. because we've been volunteering at the Animal Rescue League for cats, you know, all that period of time. And it, oddly, because I actually started out volunteering for dogs yeah. 25 years ago and it ended up, I mean, it's just weird where your life kind of takes you there. Right. And now, um, yeah, now I'm in the barn most yeah. of the time. Well, that's, with, I walked with in the, the other day and you were out there cleaning stalls. Yeah, I uh, love it. Yeah. And, and, and how'd you get there? I mean, did chickens take you to the barn? I I don't really know. I've wanted to go out there for a long time. And Mick and I talked and talked and talked about doing um, clicker training with the horses. Yeah. Some of the horses that come in. Not all of them need it. But um, it's it's fun for for them anyway. But um, and we just never got around to to doing that. Me and Mick together. Yeah. And then um, several months ago was that April when we had to get all those horses from Warren County. Yeah. And so I text the barn coordinator and I was like, look, I know you got a full house out there. If you need extra hands to scoop poop and that's all you need me to do, tell me when to be there. Yeah. And she was like, see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. And I was like, <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. And and that it, that's how that started. So yeah. it's, it's, like I said, there's always something to do. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, uh, the epitome you mary uh you know epitome of amazing volunteers because i, I just listen to you talk you know you're like i'll do whatever i'll do this whatever. oh yeah i mean if i can do it and i have the time and i'm able i'll be there yeah uh so we are so appreciative of volunteers like you guys i'm and glad to do it if um if if people listening want to volunteer and mm-hmm. and i hope what you've illustrated too is you know you can do different things so right. you know if you don't want to do go out and clean kennels you right. can go work in a special event right yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. you if you want to if you're a paperwork person or a data entry person or you like uh doing events scheduling events helping helping do that like there's something for you to do yeah you don't have to pet a dog or pet a cat to, yeah to be helpful i met a really um wonderful volunteer named amber who has only been volunteer well she said only and i was like okay well only and just don't fit with me with volunteers because right. you know um since august but she started out helping with registration at the conference yesterday then she was working the silent auction uh-huh. then she started working um helping us serve at the reception last yep. night and i was just like you know yeah, you moved, just go to yeah. where you need it they need help. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Yeah, it's really awesome. And if people want to volunteer, they can get on our website at yes. www.arl-iowa.org. And there's a whole bunch on there about volunteering and our volunteer orientations. And um, you can certainly get started. And we're happy to have you help. Yeah, click that Get Involved button. Yeah, it's fabulous. We have just a little bit of time before we take another break. When we come back, um, Dan, we need to answer. We had another question that was submitted okay. um, about chickens. Okay, um, sounds good. So we're going to cover that when we get back. And um, and we will also talk, if we have some time after that, about kind of what events are coming up here at the Animal Rescue League. Perfect. So people can attend that. Busy and of time course, of the year. Today at 1 o'clock, you're speaking at the Animal <laughs> Rescue League about backyard chickens and chickens coming into shelters. Um, and that's about an hour presentation. Yep. So you can, if you have not registered yet, you can just walk in the front door and say you're there. Say you were listening to the radio this morning to the Animal Connection show. And um, they're, they're here to see, hear you talk about that stuff. Sounds so good. There's also a lot of other good stuff, too. So. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff we're yeah. doing. So, But, um, yeah, walk in and listen to Dan talk about chickens. That would be <laughs> fabulous. So um, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we will um, cover some more. 
Com. It will be a stormy Saturday in central Iowa. Skies will be partly cloudy to mostly cloudy through the day with more storms developing later this afternoon out to the west. We will have windy conditions, a high of 73. Storms become likely late afternoon into the evening through central Iowa and a few storms may be strong to severe with some hail, damaging winds or even an isolated tornado threat. Lows overnight will drop to 48 degrees. It will be dry by morning. Sunday, mostly sunny and 65 degrees. Monday, sunny skies in 66. That's the latest news radio 1040 WHO three-day weather forecast. I'm Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection. More live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back to the ARL Animal Connection. We're in our last five minutes here and boy I cannot believe how this morning has I know it went so fast. Yes you have been so fun to have here. Thank you so much for coming in. To I, I love coming. That's Thank great. you for having me That's here. Great. We'll have to tell, I'll have to tell Mick it was a nightmare, though. Otherwise, that'll like totally like, you know, <laughs> devastate him if I go, no, Dan and I had so much fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, well, we better get to this other question that was submitted okay. online. Um, it said, I heard you talk about moving with your dog or cat. And Mick and I had spoken about this last week mm-hmm. on the show um, about what to do if you're going to move with your dog or cat. But this person said, but I'm getting ready to move with my five chickens to another location. Are there any tips to moving them so they don't stress? It's a very good question. Um, obviously, and I'm, I'm sure they've thought of this, so I don't mean to dumb this down at all. But No, no. Um, if And I know buying a new house and selling your house and you know getting to the new space, it, it's overwhelming. But if you could um, even just put them in the garage when you first get there until you get their coop and their fenced-in area ready to go. Um, That's probably the best. But the actual moving part, um, I would get um, some kind of carrier that's dark. Um, And we use the cardboard cat carriers. Mm -hmm. They're amazing for that. Um, Or even just a box and poke some holes in a box. Like It's probably the easiest thing to get. But um, the, the darkness will help keep them calm. Um, when you're actually moving them. Okay. Um, and then they won't have a chance to really freak out or get stressed. They'll just think it's nighttime. Yep, yep. Their chickens are smart, but they're kind of dumb like, like that too. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you recommend putting, the, like in those situations, if those five, would you put two in a box together or is that just, or should you pack them up separately to move um, them? I, I would put one to a box. Okay. Just, be, you know, moving. Yeah. You're driving and you're going around corners and then they're smashing each other and then they start making noise and then they start flapping right so, um yeah the, the smaller the box so that they're just snuggled in there yep uh, not squished but um is probably the best thing to do that's great that's great yeah that's what i would do anyway what a great question because yeah. you don't really think about that you know no, i've thought about it like if i sell my house what am i gonna do with all right these? right so it's 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 a good question yeah and chickens do tend to stress like mm-hmm. I, I you know we built a built a new coop and while we were building a new coop we had a week and a half period of time between when we took the old coop down and the new coop was up mm-hmm. enough they could move mm-hmm. into it and we moved them down to one of our horse stalls uh-huh. and even during that time they were stressed yeah i mean it was just different and they couldn't see out you know yeah it was the whole deal um and so you do want to be careful about that stuff yeah so. and they and chickens get very used to their environment yeah just because everything wants to eat them so they have to know what's going on right, right? so even if um i get they call they call them flock blocks yes. they're just those hard pressed 
seed blocks. Yes. And I, I can throw one of those in the run with them and they all run from it. They're like, what is this thing? Is it going to eat us? And then, you know, it, 20 minutes go by and they're like eyeing it and walking in circles. And then one of them goes and pecks at it and then it's all over. Right. <laughs> then everybody else does. So, yeah. Yeah. It, they they don't like change. Yeah. So, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, I laugh when he used to talk about that flock block because we get those. And I the chicken in my flock that loves it is this little banty <laughs> chicken. So the little one whose name's Moon Pie. Yeah. <laughs> and she like loves it. So she's on it. She's standing Stands on, on top, top yep. of it. It's almost like she's telling the big hens to get away from it. It's hers and it's like bigger than her. Um, so yeah, it's so cute. So yeah, it keeps them busy. It sure does. Um, I cannot believe we're almost out of time. Be sure and check out the ARL's website at www.arl-iowa.org for all of our upcoming events we have going on today. Dan, you're talking at 1 o'clock today about o'clock. chickens at the Animal Rescue League. So you can just come in those front doors and tell them you're there to hear Dan. And um, we're going to start our Santa and Paws event soon. So pictures taken with Santa. Oh, that is coming around again, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. So that's exciting. Yeah. And um, you've got a couple new places this year, too. Yeah, We do. Absolutely. West so, End. West End, architectural. So everyone have a great day and uh, pop forward. We're AM 1040 on your radio and on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. News Radio 1040, WHO, Des Moines. Escalating her attacks. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. As the White House doubles down on its defense of Chief of Staff John Kelly, Florida Congresswoman Frederica Wilson is amping up her attacks on the administration, telling the New York Times the White House is full of white supremacists. The firestorm erupting earlier this week after President Trump called the widow of an American Green Beret killed in Niger. That call was overheard by the congresswoman who criticized what the president said. White House Chief of Staff General John Kelly, a gold star father, did not hold back in his criticism of Democratic Congresswoman Frederica Wilson for listening in on that condolence call and then criticizing the president's tone in the media. I was stunned when I came to work yesterday morning and brokenhearted at what I saw a member of Congress doing. Kelly accused Wilson of being a publicity-seeking opportunist. At the White House, John Decker, Fox News. The widow who received that condolence call will lay her husband to rest this morning in Florida. Army Sergeant LaDavid Johnson was one of four U.S. service members killed in Niger earlier this month during an ambush. Details remain scarce, but the Senate Armed Services Committee is expected to be briefed on the attack next week. The open revolt on the Republican establishment continuing in earnest from former White House strategist Steve Bannon. We don't have a problem with ideas. We have a problem of understanding how to win. Last night from Anaheim, California, Bannon taking aim at the presidency of George H.W. Bush, depicting the former president as bumbling and inept. During a speech earlier this week, the former president denounced bigotry in American politics. A shootout near Cairo during a raid on a militant hideout has left more than 50 police officers dead. Fox News, fair and balanced.